Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we bless your name. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Marcos Cobrondo, Sopro Catenene, Sobrondos, Ramos, Sobra Maloma de Londos, Macusco Mamondo, Sobronde, Jabranda Dios, Magadora Madela Mosondo Lomandos, Elema Sopra Banora de Lego Tomez as Edios, Agdino Frenangus and Zombra Nagios, Agello Frenagio Cotorome Zera Bratosh, Agzenekesuna Atrono Valeos, Aquilo Proto. Tonos Ozonde Elios Mantula Gadele Valoka Tamo Janeles Rebellio Sobronde Credos Ele Gadele Gedolo Moshondo Brade Ele Manoro Shanera Greketa Nenemes Sodos Mikos Kupa Prakta Shanda Nebraha Hallelujah Use me Lord Use me Lord to save the world that your church may be strong use me use me lord use me lord use me lord use me Lord to save the whole world. Oh, that your church may be strong. Use me, use me, Lord. Set my soul. Set my soul on fire, Lord. Set my soul on fire. Make my life a witness of your saving power. Millions globe in darkness waiting for your word. Set my soul on fire, Lord. Set my soul on fire. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we do lend our spirit to the spirit of the living God within us that out through the vessel of our being tonight, you pour forth your wisdom with mighty clarity. We do thank you for we have wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the spirit that you have so richly given to us in redemption. Our heart is full of gratitude and praise. And we do thank you for we believe and receive that the burden of ignorance is dematerialized. That the saints have illumination and enlightenment. That in the opening forth of scriptures, understanding and clarity is ours to your glory. And everybody says, Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I welcome every one of you tonight to our Bible study. Amen. From Sunday, we've been looking at one very, very important aspect of our Christian walk. 
it's one of the vital things that is a package of the salvation that we have received. One of the things that you should learn is to always be excited about the things that you have received in redemption. It's very, very important. Hallelujah. It's very, very, very crucial. You train yourself to be excited about the things that you have received. You see, these truth, these position, posture, your attitude towards the things that you have received in salvation goes a long way to becoming effective in your Christian walk. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord is gracious tonight. Amen. So we've been talking about righteousness. Hallelujah. We've been talking about righteousness. Very, very important. We've been talking about righteousness. And it's so timely. It's so timely. It's, it's something that you must to be strong in it. It's, it's actually a fight of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of our greatest enemies, one of our greatest enemies, in fact, the greatest enemy to our faith, to faith, is a lack of understanding of God's word. The greatest enemy to faith is a lack of understanding of God's word. Hallelujah. And this lack of understanding, I'm talking about it regarding our righteousness and it's privileges, it's privileges, it's privileges um, that holds us Christians. You find a lot of Christians, they are being held in bondage. You see, their lack of understanding regarding righteousness has been a very strong hold, something that is holding them in bondage because they don't know who you, they are in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that is why Paul will say we should fight the good fight of faith. 1 Timothy 6.12. Hallelujah. There wouldn't be such a fight if there weren't enemies or hindrances to faith. Our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to understand the enemies to faith and overcome them so that our faith can grow the way it's supposed to grow. Hallelujah. 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 And that is why I told you that the greatest enemy or hindrance to our faith is a lack of understanding of God's word. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says, by faith. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times you find a lot of God's people even praying in their prayers because of a lack of understanding. You see it even um, cascading down even to the way they pray, the content of their prayer. When you find a believer praying about something that he has already received, then there's a problem. It means that there is a lack of understanding. Uh, something, something is being misappropriated here. Do you understand? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you have your Bibles, your notebooks, and your pens? Hallelujah. Make sure you are writing. It's very, very important. Very, 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 very important. So you find people praying, like believers, praying for faith. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, give me strong faith. Lord, give me ragged faith. Lord, give me that, that, that faith. No, 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 no. A thousand times, no. It is not faith you need to pray about. Hallelujah. 
It's, it's really the knowledge of God's word you need. The, the number one requirement of the believer after he is saved is knowledge. The knowledge of God's word. The knowledge of who Christ is. Hallelujah. 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 Why? Why, Pastor, why is it so necessary about, for me to have this kind of knowledge? Hallelujah. You see, because you lack this knowledge, that is why you are praying for faith. You are praying that you need faith, you need great faith, you need this one faith, and you have even categorized them in sizes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, note this thing down. We cannot have faith beyond our actual knowledge of God's word. We can't have faith beyond the actual knowledge of God's word. So uh, it would be wrong for you to be praying for faith. You should rather be praying for knowledge. Hallelujah, that the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1.17. Very, very important. Knowledge is the number one need of the believer. And that is why you must be so voracious when to go for knowledge. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we cannot have faith beyond our actual knowledge of God's word. Hallelujah. And that is why as soon as the light of God's word shines in, in the heart of a man, faith comes alive. Hallelujah. Remember the psalmist even prophesied about it. That the entrance of thy word giveth light. Hallelujah. That's Psalm 119 verse 130. Hallelujah. So when the knowledge of God's word is present, faith is eminent. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And one of the areas that I, I notice um, the, a lot of believers lack understanding of the word, you know, is the subject of righteousness. What is righteousness? Our right standing with God. And this lack of understanding of righteousness is one of the greatest hindrances to faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The believer must come to the place where he knows and knows and knows beyond every reasonable doubt that he is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You must know who you are. And that is why even some people, some believers, their prayers have become ineffective. James 5, 16, he said, Confess your fault one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Who is a righteous man? You! The day you heard the gospel, you believed that very moment you became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You had right standing with God. I told you last week on Sunday, you have access to God. There is no more protocols again. You don't need to, uh, you know that some people, they like to go through all those protocols which were types and shadows in the Old Testament. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his hand. So before I enter the gate, I must have thanksgiving. Before I enter his court, my heart will praise. Oh no, no. That is why when Jesus hung on the cross, the partition, the wall of partition that separated the people from the holies of holies was torn into two. Hallelujah. By Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, now I have access 
to the very presence of God. In fact, the new, the, the new creation is actually born in right in the presence of God. Hallelujah. So you notice why John will cry out. This is the confidence that we have in him. That when we ask anything, we have what we ask for. Hallelujah. I have access. Hallelujah. Say, I have access. I have access. All protocols are suspended. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't need to do a lot of magic and a lot of gymnastics before God can have, uh, God can give me audience. No, I have audience with God. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Very, very important. Very, very crucial. Amen. Amen. Bible says in Romans 10, 10, he said, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Very, very, very significant. Hallelujah. In Romans 5, 17, he said, For by one man's offense death reigned by one. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall receive in life by one, Jesus Christ. So you notice that? Paul makes two significant statements in, in these two verses. Hallelujah. With the heart. The first one, the Romans 10, 10. Is that? With the heart. With the heart. Man believes unto righteousness. Then the second one is that when we receive Jesus and are born again, we also receive the gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. So righteousness, we established on Sunday that it's a gift. Romans 5.17. Hallelujah. That the righteousness, righteousness is a gift. Hallelujah. And I realize that many times we have associated righteousness with good works. Hallelujah. Remember, I told you that we are not against good works. We are not against good, right conduct. No, 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 no. The Bible actually teaches good works and right conduct. Of course. But all of our good works and right conduct will never make us righteous. I'll say it again. All of our good works or right conduct will never make us righteous. Hallelujah. <laughs> if that would be that would make us righteous then we wouldn't need Jesus hallelujah hallelujah so a lot of people have also um, um, fallen under this de 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 deception that um, righteousness is some uh, kind of spiritual height or attainment something they have to attain and some people believe that their prayers will not even work if they don't attain or de de develop themselves to that high spiritual state. Until they are righteous, then they can have the uh, answers to their petitions. No. No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Which is very, very important and, and essential for the believer. But hallelujah. But, 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 did you know you cannot grow to be any more righteous than you are today if you are born again? I'll say it again. <laughs> I said we thank God for spiritual growth. Hallelujah. But did you know you cannot grow to be any more righteous than you are today if you are born again? And that's why last week on Sunday, I told you that the righteousness that we have, we have received in Christ Jesus. Your righteousness is not different from the righteousness of Jesus Christ. No. Hallelujah. 
there are some things that you grow in. For example, what, what are some of the things that we grow in as believers? Note them down so that you don't confuse the two. When it comes to righteousness, establish this truth in your heart that righteousness is a gift. Righteousness is not based or um, procured by merit or on merit. No. When it comes to righteousness, it is a gift from God. Like I said, there are things that we grow in. There are things that um, you as a believer, as a Christian, you can grow in. What are some of the things that you can grow in? Number one, we can grow in the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. You can grow in the fruit of the Spirit. What is the fruit of the Spirit? We have love. So, you see, that our love may abound yet more and more. So, we grow. We grow. We grow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can grow in the fruit of the Spirit. You can grow in love. You can grow in gentleness. You can grow in meekness. You can grow in long-suffering as in patience. Hallelujah. 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 And so forth. But when it comes to righteousness, it is a gift. Amen. So when it comes to the fruit of the spirit, you can grow. You may you can develop. Hallelujah. You can grow in those things. But when it comes to righteousness, haga don't broken no no. It is a gift. Hallelujah. And that is why I said, note it down. You will never be any more righteous than you are right now if you are born again. And you will never be any more righteous when you get to heaven than you are right now. At this very moment, I mean. You will never be any more righteous. Listen to me. You will never, you will not be any more righteous when you get to heaven than you are right now. The righteousness you have now is the same righteousness that you would have in heaven. Hallelujah. So, you realize that a lack of understanding concerning righteousness is one of the things that has hindered the faith of a lot of God's people. A reason why we are studying about it tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. I have audience with God. Oh, I have access to God. Praise the Lord. The moment I became born again, all protocols were suspended. When you hear a man of God, a preacher, tell you that I, I have a very special standing with God. My prayer is partial. It's no sir. Uh, scripture and verse, you will know that that is an ignorant preacher. Every believer, every saint, every Christian have access to God. They have right standing with God. They have access to God. They have God's audience. I heard a preacher ignorantly say, I can enter into the, my third chamber, the third chamber of my spirit, and, I will, and then I will ascend to the Amazons. And I'm, he was saying some, oh my God. Somebody say, wherever you are, say, I have access to God. Say, God hears my prayer when I pray. Say, I have audience with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Don't allow the devil to play on your mind. Hallelujah. You have access to God. You have access to God. You have right standing with God. When you pray, your God, God hears your prayer. Hallelujah. He's always willing to answer. Even the guys in the Old Testament, they knew, they knew about this. Jeremiah the prophet prophesied about it in Jeremiah 33 verse 3. He said, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which you know not. Hallelujah. That should let you know that, hey, when I call, he answers. And beyond answering, he shows me. That means that I have direction. I am not looking for direction. When I have the Holy Spirit in me, that is the direction of God. I am directed. I am not confused at any time. I am not in I am not in um, somewhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not on the crossroad of my life. I know what to do, when to do, and how to do. Why? The Spirit of God is in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. Ele grecatila mos com prakatina grozaha andoromam roshom brekenta nenda greda da do angry statue to bury at a telegracatendo somba da da da. You have right standing with God. Say, I have right standing with God. Come on, say it. So you can put it on the page. Say, I have right standing with God. Oh, hallelujah. Don't let the devil kick you out of this knowledge. Hallelujah. Be established and, and be stable in this truth. Hallelujah. I have audience with God. I have right standing with God. Praise God. Put it on the platform right now. Let me be sure you are still following. Amen. Glory to God. You should understand these things. There is nothing that is going to alter your righteousness. The righteousness you have with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know that some people that because they did something and, and they did something wrong and the devil has kept them there in that corner that you are, you don't worth it. You don't worth God's love. No, 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 no. A thousand times no on Sunday, we got to understand that we have been accepted in Christ Jesus. I'm not looking for acceptance. Hallelujah. I've already been accepted in Christ Jesus. In our world today, there's a lot of people, especially our youth and our young people, folks, they are looking for acceptance. So they get into a lot of vices. I'm not looking for acceptance. In Christ Jesus, I have been accepted. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Psalm 32, 1 to 2, he said, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity. Did you see that? Wow. Ah, so now come to think about it. The new for those of us who are New Testament folks, who are new creation, we have that is why the writer of Hebrews says so certainly in Hebrews 6, uh, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. Hallelujah! He said that we have a better covenant established on better promises. Hallelujah. So in the Old Testament, their sins were covered. But in the New Testament, the New Testament declares we are 
cleansed from sin by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you see why um, in the Old Testament, they only in Psalm 32, 1 to 2, he said, Blessed is the man whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity. iniquity. So in the Old Testament, their sins are covered. But in the New Testament, our sins are forgiven. We are, our sins are cleansed. And what? Forgiven. Glory to God. So God is no longer imputing sins. Hallelujah. So we have been established on better covenant. Oh, hallelujah. A better covenant established on better promises. Hallelujah. So that is why all what they enjoyed in the Old Testament was their sins being covered. But the New Testament always declares us, we are cleansed. Say, I am cleansed from every sin. I am cleansed. Hallelujah. We are cleansed. The New Testament word declares we are cleansed from sin by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, are you in Christ? He said, well, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold. What is the meaning of behold? Now see. Hallelujah. Before you used to see yourself dirty. Before you used to see yourself undeserving. But he said, now see. Now that you are in him. Now see. He said, what? Now see. That is the meaning of behold. All things are become new. Praise God. Hallelujah. What a joy. What great news is this. In 2 Corinthians 5.21 it says, For he had made him God who had made Jesus to be sin for us. Who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Always remember in him, if the Bible is up for you, underline in him. Hallelujah. So in Christ, we become new creatures. In him, we become the righteousness of God when we are born again. Hallelujah. When we are born again. Hallelujah. Oh, Ramon, bro, dobra, bonde, kila, go, sanela, gadeha, ere, gadus, and the lobra, bobro, tula, beha. Glory to God. Glory to God. So in Romans 10 10, um, he says that for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. So, how does a person become righteous? He believes. He believes. So that's what Romans 10, 10 says. He said, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. So my question, how does a person become righteous when he believes? He believes unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Because he believes on him who is our righteousness, Jesus Christ. So in Romans 5, 17, the Bible tells us that we have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. So it is received. Why? Because it is a gift. So righteousness is a gift. When you are born again, you become a new person in Christ. And you were made righteous. You were made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Note down 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 and 21. Hallelujah. So, you are born righteous when you are born again. Simple statement. Note it down. 
You are born righteous when you are born again. You were made righteous. <laughs> you are made the righteousness of God in the new birth. You are made the righteousness of God in the new birth. So now you see why 2 Corinthians 5.17 said that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Hallelujah. 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 This is good news. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, you have to grow in this knowledge. So, we, you, you, have to, you see why the Bible compares being a new creature to the innocence of, um, um, what do you call it, a newborn baby. In 1 Peter 2, 2, it says, as newborn babes, you see, he compares the new creature to, to the innocence, you know, the innocence of a newborn baby. He doesn't know anything. All he knows is yeah, yeah. And they put the breast uh, in, in his mouth, and he's just sucking and sucking and enjoying it. And Peter compares the new creation to the innocence of a newborn baby. Hallelujah! He said, "As newborn babies, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby." So, how do you grow in your Christian walk? You must desire the sincere milk. That word "sincere milk" also means sincere diet. So, in Christ Jesus, the the only diet we are we are instructed to feed on is Christ. It is when you feed on that word Christ or that diet Christ that you grow. If you want to grow as a believer, there is only one way to grow is to what? Is by knowledge feeding on the word of God, desiring the sincere diet or milk of God's word. So you see how that, that similarity, be, be, you know, you know, he puts between spiritual growth and physical growth. So Christians are born babies and they grow up. How do you grow via knowledge? But you see, those who are born even right now into the kingdom of God, they are as they are just as righteous in the sight of God as older saints. Let me clarify this. You know that sometimes there are people that feel that they are more righteous than you, and they, they will tell you, you know, those those are the 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 the, 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 the MBA people in the church. They buy a chain. They will tell you, young man, uh, when we were building this church. 1962 where were you when i got born again you you were not even conceived so they feel by reason of their um the numbers of years they've been born again or they've been in christ their righteousness is more than a believer or uh, someone who just got born again hear me out the righteousness of someone who just got born again is as equal or as the same as the righteousness of the person who got born again 40 years ago. It is when you, it is when you, you when it comes to spiritual growth, 
that we are not at the same level. But when it comes to righteousness, we are and we have the same righteousness. That is why even Jesus' righteousness is the same like what you have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we must recognize this evening that we have right standing with God. Not because of what we did, but because of what Jesus did. Establish this truth. We have right standing with God. Our right standing, let me say it in other words, our right standing with God is not based on what we do. Our right standing with God is based on what Jesus did. And don't forget, right standing with God is a gift. In other words, righteousness is a gift. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you sure you are here? Glory to God. Glory, 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 glory to God. Glory to God. Masco protocol. So on Sunday, we established that righteousness means to be without fault or guilt or blame. And I said that it's the ability to stand without inferiority. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. So on Sunday, I gave you a number of scriptures. Romans 3, 10 to 12. Note them down. Hallelujah. Very, very important. Romans chapter 3, 19 to 20. Hallelujah. I gave you Romans 3, 23 to 25. Note all those scriptures down. If you didn't participate in the Sunday service, I gave you 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 29 to 31. Note down all these scriptures and look at them. I gave you Ephesians 1, 7. Ephesians chapter 1, I beg your pardon, 6 to 7. Very, very, very important. Amen. Amen. Mosto brobobobobobos. Eregete toste medo dodraketa nosta. Elegrototobrahadast. So, righteousness is what is the state or ability to stand before God without blame or force or sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as we established on Sunday, it must be given by God. Righteousness must be given by God. You cannot earn it or achieve it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see why? There are a lot of God's people who are trying to establish their own righteousness. And that's what we saw on Sunday concerning what Isaiah said concerning our righteousness. He said our righteousness. He didn't say God's righteousness. He said our own righteousness. That is our own efforts, our own deeds, our own good conduct. He said it's like a filthy rag before God. You remember, the only righteousness God accepts is what he gives. Clear? The only righteousness God accepts is the one he gives. The one you give <laughs> is like a filthy rag. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, you cannot earn it or achieve it. And that's why you find a lot of people guilty of trying to establish their own righteousness. And uh, listen, this evening, accept God's provision. Say after me, I accept God's provision. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It will save you from all those self-inflicted um, distresses and, and all those things that you are going through. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, very, very important. Don't go about to establish your own righteousness. Don't try to um, establish your own righteousness. Don't do that. Don't do that. Accept God's provision. Hallelujah. Accept His... Let me, let me give you a scripture to corroborate what I just said. Come with me. Tonight, amen. We're going to walk through the scriptures. Amen. Come with me to Romans 10, 2 to 4. And like I always do, we'll be reading from the ERV translation and mostly the King James and Amplified. Amen. Let me read from the Amplified first. Romans 10, 2 to 4. Um, the King James, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Wow. So Paul is saying here that, hey, these guys, they have a zeal. They, they are zealous. They want to use their efforts. They want to use their own things, you know, self-inflicted you know, things to meet God's standards. He said that that is lack of knowledge. They, are, they have zeal, but yet lack the word knowledge. So he said, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Verse 3, I'm reading Romans 10, 2 to 4. He said, for they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish, if the Bible is for you, underline their own righteousness. So instead of God, who are those that Paul said uh, have zeal but lack knowledge? Who are those guys? They are those folks. They are those Christians who always want to establish their own righteousness by their own self, you know, deeds and self-efforts. Own efforts. He said that, listen, I bear them record. They are zealous. They are crazy about God. But listen, they lack knowledge. He said, why do they lack this knowledge? He said, they go about establishing their own righteousness. He said, they have no what? Submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. Oh, dear Lord. Say after me, I submit myself to the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. I accept God's provision and I submit and I yield myself to God's own righteousness. Glory to God. He said, these folks who the Bible says lack knowledge, even though have zeal, he said, they go about establishing their own righteousness. Paul said, what is the consequence, what is the consequences of going about establishing their own righteousness? He said that they have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Now look at verse 4. He said, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believe. Wow. So come with me. Let's look at one of my favorite translations, the easy-to-read Bible version. Beautiful translation. Amen. Romans 10, 2 to 4. I want to read from the um, some of the easier translations. Romans 10, 2 to 4. He said, I can say this about them. They really try hard to follow God, but they don't know the right way. 
He said, I can say this about them. They really try hard to follow God, but they don't know the right way. They did not know that way. Sorry. They did not know the way that God makes people right with him. You see, they did not know the way that God makes people right with him. And they tried to make themselves right in their own way. So they did not accept God's way of making people right. Oh, brothers and sisters, tonight you renew your mind and you repent. What is the meaning of repent? A change of heart. A change of heart. Amen. A change of mind. You're going to change your mind. You're going to change your heart towards, you know, receiving God's provision for your righteousness. So that you stop about going about establishing your own righteousness. He said that I can say this about them. They really try hard to follow God, but they don't know the right way. They did not know the way that God makes people right with him. And they try to make themselves right in their own way. So they did not accept God's way of making people right. So what the easy to read is trying to tell us is that there is a way that God's make, God, God makes people right. I beg your pardon. There is a way that God makes people right. Now, look at verse 4. He said, Christ ended the law. Sunday. That means Christ is the fulfillment of the law. He said, Christ ended the law so that everyone who believes in him is made right with God. How am I made right with God? When I believe in Christ. Hallelujah. I believe in Christ that I have been made, I subscribe of being made right with God. Hallelujah. So we establish our own code of conduct. You see some Christians going about to establish their own code of conduct. And they have 80 years. They are even looking for preachers who will teach them about 41 steps of getting closer to God. And 61 steps of becoming God's heartbeats. <laughs> 21 steps to answer prayers. 30 ways of working with God. 100 uncommon principles of winning the heart of God. <laughs> Or uncommon, 50 uncommon principles of working in favor. They have things like seven keys to answer prayers. Those people have erred. James said they have erred. <laughs> Note these things down. We just read it. Righteousness doesn't come in steps. 14 steps to getting closer to God. <clears throat> Sir, no, sir. There's no scripture like that. Righteousness doesn't come in steps. It's not achieved in steps or in motions. It doesn't occur after applying certain principles. No, no, a thousand times. No. Come with me. Let me show you a scripture you, that will help us. Hallelujah. That will help all of us. Romans. Romans chapter 10 verse 10. I love this scripture. A very common scripture. Romans 10 10. Are you there? I'm already there. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> uh, maybe we should read the easy to read. Romans 10, 10. Romans 10, 10. He said, yes, we believe in Jesus deep in our hearts, and so we are made right with God, and we openly say that we believe in him, and so we are saved. Wow. So, righteousness, noted down, it comes by believing the gospel. Righteousness comes by believing the gospel. What is the gospel? We've been coming to church. I've been talking about the gospel, and every time gospel salvation, it's it's always it's it's always it always comes up. Amen. Hallelujah. So when we talk about the gospel, we are referring to the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is not attained by steps. Fourteen principles of getting closer to God. Twenty-one uncommon principles of winning the heart of God. No, no, sir. No, sir. It doesn't come in stages. It doesn't come in steps. It doesn't come in motions. No, it comes. It comes by believing the gospel. The death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let me show you one other scripture. Romans 4, 20, uh, verse 25. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, the verse 25. Romans 4, 25. Who have delivered, who, sorry, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised for our justification. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you see that? Did you see that? So, when the devil is trying to deceive you, that you have to do something before you become righteous it is already wrong he said what who was delivered for our offenses who christ jesus he was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification so when i believe in what christ did then i am justified Note this simple statement down. We, so, from this scripture, we can deduce that we don't obey to become righteous. <laughs> Note it down. I will explain with the scripture. We don't obey to become righteous. Note also this thing down. Jesus' obedience is our righteousness. We don't obey to become righteous. Jesus' obedience is our righteousness. Come with me to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. Quickly. Romans chapter 5. Um, verse 19. Romans 5, 19. For by one man's disobedience. Follow me. For by one man's disobedience. For by one man's Romans 5, 19. For one, by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So, by the obedience of one, shall many be made righteous. Did you see that? You see, so, because the statement I made, someone may say, Hey, pastor, wow, what are you saying? I will say it again. We don't obey to become righteous. 
Jesus' obedience is our righteousness. So what uh, Paul is trying to explain to us in Romans here is that, that look at what Adam did. What Adam did affected the whole of humanity. So Adam's disobedience brought us all into something. Now, Jesus' disobedience, the last second and the last Adam, obedience has now also what? Procured righteousness for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let, let, let me read the easy to read. Romans 5, 19. Listen very well. He says, one man disobeyed God and many became sinners. But in the same way, one man obeyed God and many will be made right. Did you see that? So we don't obey to become righteous. Rather, Jesus' obedience is our righteousness. Glory to God. Glory to God. So with this knowledge, so you see why Peter will say, grow in knowledge. Newborn babes desire the sincere milk of God's word. So, with, with what we just read, okay, that should tell you we have a state and a permanent status before God, our Father. What is that state and permanent status? We are declared blameless. I'll read again in case you didn't hear me. <laughs> Let me read that scripture again. Romans 5, 19. For by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one, shall many be made righteousness. Uh, sorry, righteous. Hallelujah. So I said that with this, okay, we have a state and a permanent status before God. What is our state and permanent status before God? Our Father, what is that state and permanent status? We are declared blameless. Come with me and let's look at a few more corroborative scriptures. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Are you there? I'm there. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. He's my Father. I don't know about you, but He's more than my God. He is my Father. You are my Father. You are my Father. Let me read it again. He says, Oh, dear Lord. Ephesians 1, 3. He said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Wow. So, all spiritual blessings are where? In Christ. They are in Christ. And they are in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, look at the verse 4. Let me read the Amplified Version. It, it, it renders it beautifully. It said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us 
He's not going to bless us. He has blessed us. Say, he's blessed me. Say, I'm blessed. So, say, I'm blessed. <laughs> he's not going to bless me. So, when I you find in your prayer, oh God, oh bless me, that person is displaying a certain sickness called ignoramositis because he's already blessed you i'm blessed oh i'm blessed i'm blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly in christ hallelujah glory to god he says that blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ verse 4 he said according how did this thing happen he said according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy note these words and without blame before him in love I'm holy. I'm holy. Somebody say, I'm, some of you can't say it very well. Maybe you are trying to say it and the devil says, hey, shut your mouth. Are you holy? Devil, you shut your trap. I'm holy. I'm blameless. Come on, say it. Say it. Let it annoy the devil. I'm holy. I'm blameless before God. Glory to God. He said that verse 4 of Ephesians 1, he said, According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Let's look at the easy to read. Easy to read. Easy to read. Ephesians chapter 1, um, the verse 3. He said, Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Christ, God has given us every spiritual blessing in heaven in christ he chose us before the world was made he chose us in love to be his holy people people who could stand before him without any fault ah 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 without any fault Pastor, but I, 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 don't, I, I still find some fault with me. God says you are without fault. Do you know what? You are looking at you. Look at him. In Christ, we are made his righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we are now in his presence. Remember, we just read it. Uh, according that he has chosen us in, in him before the foundation of, 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 of the world that we should be made holy without blame before him. Hallelujah. 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 So we are now in his presence. We are now in his presence. Amen. We are now in his presence. So don't be singing songs like... Um, Creating me a clean heart, oh Lord, and renew it. The spirit you have is the Holy Spirit, and He's now mingled with your spirit. He that is joined to the Lord as is one spirit. You are one spirit with the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, glory. So you are now in his presence. No sense of guilt or sin or shame. Why? The blood of Christ has fully reconciled us. Praise the Lord. Let's look at a few scriptures, then we'll wrap up. Amen. Let's close, getting ready to close now. I'm closing in the next few minutes. Amen. Come with me to Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. Colossians, eh, sorry. <laughs> it is well. Oh, dear Lord. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. And you that were sometime alienated, I'm reading the Amplified Version, okay? And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Wow. Say after me. In fact, type on the page, I am holy. I'm unblameable, I'm unreprovable in his sight. Type it now. I'm holy, I'm unblameable, I'm unreprovable in his sight. Hallelujah. Saying, I'm holy, I'm unblameable, I'm unreprovable in his sight. Let me read the easy to read in, you know, version. Colossians, Colossians, Colossians. Oh, I love the word of God. You love the word of God. By the streams, I'm bearing fruits. My leaves are green, oh Lord. I live by your word. Lord, I live by your word. Lord, I live by every word from your mouth. Like the tree by the streams, I'm bearing fruits. My leaves are green, oh Lord. I live by your word. Like the tree by the streams, I'm bearing fruits. My leaves are green, oh Lord. I live by your word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, la bonda gada doma nengra visa stelenaros. And where did I say we should go again? Colossians 1 21. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. I'm reading the easy to read Bible. He said, At one time, oh, listen. He said, At one time, you were separated from God. 
you were his enemies in your mind. So, you see, let me clarify that. God didn't see you as an enemy or God didn't call you an enemy. In your minds, you felt God was an enemy because of your deeds, okay? So, he said, at one time, you were separated from God. You were his enemies in your mind because the, the evil you did was against him. Did you see that? Then he said, but now... He has made you his friends again. <laughs> he said, he did this by the death of Christ. By the death Christ suffered, while he was in his body, he did. It is so that he could present you to himself as people who are holy, blameless, and without anything that will make you guilty before him. Did you see that? He said, it is so that he could present you to himself as people who are holy, blameless, and without anything that will make you guilty before him. Oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm. So, this is his side. This is his side. Amen. He said, we have been reconciled unto God. This is his side. How he sees us. This is how he now sees us. So, you now see why Abraham didn't have to do anything for him to be declared not guilty or blameless by God. What did Abraham do? We established that on Sunday he only believed. Genesis will tell us, Genesis 15, verse 6. Come with me. Genesis 15, verse 6. Genesis 15, verse 6. The Bible says, And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. So what did Abraham do to be called righteous? He only believed. Hallelujah. So we are declared not guilty by faith. How? Come with me to Philippians 3.9 as I close. Philippians 3.9. Philippians, I'll read the amplified version, okay? Philippians 3.9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness. Did you see that? Which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So this means the way into God's presence is not our way, not our deeds, not our efforts. I'll say it again. I said, the way into God's presence will not be through our conduct. It will not be through our ways. It will not be through our deeds or our efforts. No, it is his blood. I just read it. I said, and he be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but, the, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. That's Philippians 3.9. So, knowing this, knowing this, we don't think we need any other access to be head of the Father. We have access with Him. There is no requirement to be met before he blesses us. Say it after me. It's very profound. Because there's a lot of people who think, a lot of God's people who think that I have to do something before he blesses me. No. Say after me. There is no requirement to be met before God blesses me. And my time is up. Lift up your voices 
and thank the Lord. I'll continue on Sunday. Lift up your hands. Just thank the Lord. Kaboso Pronekele Protodolo Mashambro Fadele Lego Combro Cobolo Proshende Gadele 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 Zontele Cabashandele Gadele Da Legreke Sombre Shanda Dayada Lost of Praga. Go ahead and thank him. Go ahead and bless his name. Mongos Cobre Jadada Teleprocata. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. We thank you, Lord God, for this grace. We thank you that we are doers of the word and not, oh God, hearers only. We thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God.